Hello, this is Magenta Giraffes with me, Simona Roy, recording this on March 5th, 2023. Hi, everyone. I'm tired. I'm recording this at 8 p.m. on a Sunday. So you know what that means. I'm out of it. This is the time where I zone out. I play games on my phone and I watch hours of Law & Order SVU. So I'm not (laughs) in the right frame of mind, but it is a Sunday as well. So you know what that means. I got two new tattoos today. Um, This is actually, well... (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to talk about the second tattoo that I got, but whatever, you know, only my nearest listen to this, Um, my nearest and my dearest. Actually, I don't know who listens to this. I mean, I know like, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, This is when I talk to the ether, so I'll just pretend nobody's listening to it. But anyways, uh. I got the tattoo that I wanted to get from the beginning, the tattoo that I thought that this is all I wanted as a tattoo and I was not going to get anything else. But I didn't end up getting this tattoo as my first tattoo because I was supposed to do it with my friend Lauren or like with her, right? Like not, we weren't going to get the same thing, but uh, she wanted to be there for my first tattoo. And then, you know, circumstances of not living in the same city and life just never made that happen. So, um, you know, with her blessing, I decided to do it with my girl, Erin, who I love and will love forever because she's my girl. And um, I got my parents' names written in Bengali under my left breast because it is, you know, close to the heart. I mean, it's a couple, like it's an inch down. Um, So like if I'm wearing a bra, like the bras and covering it, you'll see it. You know, it's kind of like ribcage stomach area, right? So, and it came out beautifully because she does an amazing job and it's exactly what I wanted. It's actually better than what I wanted and because it's quite small um, because their names in Bengali are not, it's not long. Um, and it's gorgeous. It's perfect. It's gorgeous. It's what I wanted. She always does an amazing job. The other tattoo that I got, this is probably going to give people like have people judge me. But here's the thing that I'm feeling with this whole tattoo journey. Um, I have never felt judged on social media because like I don't really go on there to compare myself to other people. I mean, I see what's going on in people's lives or I follow celebrities or I buy things. (laughs) I mean, I'm a huge Instagram buyer. Like I see ads on there. I'm like, oh my God, that's like so cool. I'm going to buy it. Like I just bought these leggings off of Instagram. They're supposed to, they have resistance bands in them. So like they're supposed to give you some resistance while you're walking or working out or whatever. And granted, I haven't worked out in several months. Uh, And you know, they're fine. Um, You can see and feel the resistance bands in them. Do I feel like they're giving a ton of resistance? No, but there is some resistance. But again, this is an Instagram purchase. So I, you know, I don't always, I don't have like many high expectations, especially clothes. Uh, Jewelry, I have high expectations, especially if I'm looking at the price point of it and it's, you know, more high end Then yeah, it better be good stuff. And also beauty products, I do have, um, high expectations because, you know, 
that's going on my face. But what was the point of this? Yes. So I don't always compare myself or, you know, and I never outwardly judge. I inwardly judge. Absolutely. I'm seeing people's pictures. I'm seeing how they are. I'm seeing what people were like during COVID and not locking down and just doing whatever. Yeah, I have plenty of judgment, but I'm not one to comment, you know. That's too public. It's on the internet forever. And also, like, they don't need to know my opinion. Either I like them and I'm going to be friends with them, but, like, a lot of those people I just stopped being friends with and either I unfollowed them on Instagram or I hid them, you know? So, like, they don't know that I don't care about their lives anymore because I think that they handled the pandemic in a very selfish way. So what I'm saying is that I don't outwardly judge. Now, nobody is writing on my uh, pictures of my tattoos as like, what's going on? You're going through like a midlife crisis or something. Like, so I'm not getting any outward judgment, but I'm just like, the silence is deafening. You know, look, I don't expect everybody to be commenting on my tattoos and being like, oh, it's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. But like, the people that are like, my best friends or the people I'm very close with or talk to often for them to just have not even said anything like, Hey, what's going on? You got a lot of tattoos and you didn't have any tattoos before December. And now you got a billion like hope, like they're cool or like what's going on or let's catch up. Nothing. And, um, And I just find that to be so odd because if like a friend of mine who I was close with was getting a lot of tattoos, regardless of what I felt about it, I'd be like, yo, what like, tell me what this this is like, I want to know about it, right? But, you know, it just also seems like a trend. And I was talking to another friend of mine and it, uh, I don't remember which friend. Oh, yeah, I do remember which friend because I just had coffee with her. Um, There seems to be like this air in the world where people are just acting a little bit more selfish and self-involved. And as my friend put it, navel-gazing, which I don't think is said often enough. So I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring that phrase um, back into the zeitgeist and be like, there's a lot of navel-gazing going on. And yeah, I just feel like Maybe because we were all, you know, locked in our own homes for so long. And now for most of the world, it's gone back to normal, you know, and I will reiterate, it's not normal for me. I'm still pretty cautious. And I am living with someone who is very fragile health wise. So I'm not going indoor dining and doing all those things. But I totally respect people who don't have, you know, immunocompromised people in their lives or elderly in their lives for them to go do those things because it is the norm now, you know, it's the norm to be maskless. It's the norm to go indoor dining. It's just like, it's back to normal for a lot of people, if not the majority, right? I mean, it definitely is the majority. So, which is hard for me because it's like, I feel like I can't say a lot of times like, hey, I'm still not doing indoor dining. Luckily, we're getting to warmer weather. So I'm going to always push outdoor things and the people that I'm closest with will understand. And if you give me a hard time about not doing something indoors with you, then we're not going to be friends. And if it's a work event, work cannot force me to do anything. And work is actually pretty amazing with you know, understanding people's comfort levels and things like that. And, you know, they're very 
very clear on you don't need to do anything you're not comfortable with as far as like extra curricular work things. So which is amazing, because that is not that is that hasn't been my experience with past uh, jobs. But I just feel like people are navel gazing more because things are opening up and they feel like they've lost time. And they have to make up for it. And so they're going zero to 60, just doing whatever and stuck in their own like minds and their own lives. And like, let me take care of me. I got to do this. I didn't get to travel. I got to do all this stuff. I've lost all this time and life is back. So I think that maybe I'm feeling a disconnect with some people who have who I have been close with you know, over decades, over the years, and also through the pandemic. But now I'm just like, not hearing anything. And granted, it's all like, it could be a two way street. Like, could I be reaching out to people more? Absolutely. Yeah. But it's just like, I do reach out to the people that I talk to on a regular basis, right? Like, I'm pretty good at keeping in touch. (sighs) But um, I only have so much energy, you know, if I'm not working and if I'm not doing my creative things and if I'm not worried about my dad, like there isn't that much time left over in that section of my life. So, I mean, I don't I'm not trying to blame people, but I think I guess. I just find it very interesting about the people who have been supportive on my tattoo journey versus the people who, you know, I don't know, just like I haven't heard a peep from. And maybe they are judging me. You know, there was a waiver that I signed um, at the Brooklyn tattoo place that I went to, which is like the only I mean, I don't really regret the tattoo that I got from there because it is beautiful and it's simple and they're marigolds. You can't go wrong with that. But I regret the money I spent on it and like the time that it took out of my life. You know what I mean? And but, you know, that's life. I, I, I like I don't have a tattoo on my body that I regret. And I'm not a person who regrets. Like I was in a bad, mentally abusive (laughs) seven-year relationship and I don't regret that either because I wouldn't be who I am today without that and I survived. So kudos to me. Uh, So the waiver was like, hey, just wanted you to acknowledge that um, people do treat people who have tattoos differently and you might experience a level of prejudice that you hadn't experienced before because of a tattoo. We just want you to be aware of this and acknowledge that you're aware of it. And I just thought that was such an interesting thing to put on a waiver. Like, is that what America is like? Could I sue a tattoo shop because I like I got a tattoo and now like people are judging me and are prejudiced against me because they have a certain view of what somebody with a tattoo is like. I I mean, I just thought that that was like being an adult, like I'm an adult and I'm making a decision to put something permanent on my body that other people can see. Uh, Yeah, I I can understand that people are going to look at me differently or some people are, you know, and like if my mom was around, she probably would be like, 
you look insane or something. And you know, like, I'm not really that tatted. Yes, I have 11 tattoos now. But it's not they're not big. And it's not like there's still so a lot of space on my body. And it's just like, yes, that number sounds like a lot. But I'm not hugely tatted. And at the end of the day, I've this is gonna sound so lame. But I'm going to say it because, again, I'm talking to the ether and, and no one else. Uh, the t- I, these tattoos, ha- I've never felt, I've never felt in my entire existence that I was cool. That's just not how I would describe myself. Um, a singer, you know, musical? Yes, I'm musical. Uh, creative? Yes, I'm creative. Uh, loyal? I'm loyal. But cool? I would never describe myself as cool. And these tattoos make me feel cool. Like I've never felt so in my own. Like I've really come into my own right now. Yeah, um, 2020 was supposed to be my emerald year. And it's something that my friend Liz and I talk about all the time. She's actually the one that just like always reminds me about my emerald year. But basically, there was some horoscope that I read on Instagram that was like Capricorn 2022 is your emerald year. And it's like every year, um, one of the zodiac signs has an emerald year. And 2020 was supposedly Capricorn's. And uh, so we always had done a vision board, me and Liz, like um, at the beginning of the year or right before a year started to, you know, talk about our goals for the year, what we envision, what we want to happen. And uh, the one that I made that year you know, it was, I was like, this is my emerald year. Like everything is going to be coming up roses for me because it's Capricorn's emerald year. And guess what? It was the worst year of like so many people's lives because it was 2020. I mean, honestly, I don't know if it was the worst year. I mean, I think the 2020 to 2023 right now has been the worst years of our lives, some of our lives, right? collectively. Um, And I think you can't just limit it to, I mean, because you can't limit the pandemic to one year, right? So anyways, that was my emerald year, which was nonsense. It was a total no, no starter. What is the what is the phrase? Like, you know what I'm saying? Non starter. It was a non starter. But I don't know if I'm using that correctly. Um, Anyways, it was a mess. And so we feel and Liz likes to tell me she really feels like 2023 is my emerald year. And so far, it definitely feels that way. Yes, I've gone through so much hardship. I'm always in the back of my head worried. I have very strange dreams. I don't sleep that much anymore. Um, yet I feel so alive these days. I feel really content. I have these silly art, like creative projects that I'm doing on social media. Um, I I think I talked about my nailstagram. <laughs> if you're on Instagram and you want to see some nail content, you can go to I like my hands where there's underscore between the words. So it's I underscore like underscore. You, you get it. Um, and so far, that's doing really well. I started it on February 2nd. So it's been a little bit more than a month. And I am very proud that I have like, I think it was like, 
120 something followers. I know that is so tiny, especially when, you know, all these influencers have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers. Like I know this is really small potatoes. This is peanuts. But the fact is, is that most of these people who follow me are complete strangers. And I have to say the nail community is so nice. They're so nice and they're so supportive and I just like them so much. So I'm just excited to be here. <laughs> That's what it is. And it's fun to create some content and get some likes. I've had two companies repost my stuff, which has been super exciting. Um, haven't made any money yet, but I say yet because I do believe that something will come of this Nailstagram because I also just really love it. And yes, it is work because doing my nails is work. I'll tell you that because I'm not quick at it. I take my time. I really clean things up. And it's, it can be a little arduous, but it's way better than when I had my makeup YouTube channel. I'll tell you that because that was like, even though I got good feedback with that and granted, you know, I don't even know how many followers I had on that. Not many. Um it was just so much work and I just like don't care about makeup that much. But there hasn't really been besides the pandemic. That was the only time when I stopped getting my nails done. And I used to like religiously go to the nail salon and get gels. And before that, it would be regular manicure. So it's been decades of my life that I've been getting my nails done regularly. Uh, so this is just right up my alley. It just makes sense to do my own and be in control of that. So. um I'm working on my skill level on that. So it's it's been super rewarding. And I did have a conversation with my writing coach because I was really worried to talk to her about my smaller goals for myself. But this is why you have to get a good coach because she was like, this isn't about making you, you know, fearful of writing or, you know, worried that I'm you're going to make me upset. Like, this isn't what this is about. Like, let's make some goals that you can manage so that you can enjoy writing again. And I was just like, oh my God, this is why I see her. You know, I was just so worried. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to disappoint this lady because I didn't get my homework done. And like, that's just not me. I've never been a person to not get their homework done. But, um, you know, you have to know your limits and why you're doing what you're doing and what you need to do to take care of yourself, right? Otherwise, I know I'll burn out and then just be like shutting down. Um, and I don't want that to happen. So that was a really good experience. So I feel really good about that. Um, and then lastly, <laughs> I, I like I, you know, I don't know who's listening to this and who's judging me. And you can't control that, right? Like people are going to judge you regardless. Everybody's judging everybody at all times. Um, so you're probably going to judge me about my other creative outlet. So be it. It's giving me life. I think that's what that's what I want to portray here on this episode is that get a hobby. <laughs> it's like get a life, get a hobby. But no, I'm not trying to be harsh here. But getting a hobby or getting some little small passion project changes everything. Like my little nailstagram gives me so much life and I have no idea what's going to happen with it, but I'm just going to try to keep doing it. Now, the other thing that I'm super passionate about that started 
I don't know, at the end of last year, maybe, or I don't remember when it started, but I've been really getting into candles. And um, I was like, I think I was like, I don't know what I was doing, but I was thinking about something and I'm like, wait a minute, should I just do a candle Instagram too? Because, you know, the thing is, is people on social media or what audiences like on social media is very niche content, apparently, according to these experts. So I'm like, well, candles are niche. I mean, and nails, and now that I'm in the community, I'm like, wow, there's just like so much nail content. I don't know how many people are doing candle content. <laughs> so I started my candle Instagram, which is Candle My Heart. And it has underscores between the words. And, you know, it's not doing great. I mean, granted, I started literally like two days ago. I have uh, two posts, maybe three posts. I don't know. Um, not I, I mean, I don't my friends are not following me yet because I haven't talked about it. Um, two of my friends are. So thank you to them. Um, and like, it's just an easy thing to do because what am I doing? Taking a picture or a video of a candle and then talking about the notes of it and why I like it. That's easy peasy. Like I'm very passionate about scents, fragrance, and now candles. And I've got opinions. I know what I like. And so I'm like, it's a personal blog. It's a personal visual blog. I don't want to write an article about a candle, but I can show you a picture and write some little blurbs about it. That's easy. So I'm going to keep doing it. Candle my heart. You can follow me there on Instagram. But you know what's really doing well? I obviously also have made these accounts on TikTok as well um, because you just don't know what's going to hit. And the nail TikTok is fine. I mean, it's getting like my first video on there got 700 something views and it's it's still climbing, but it slowed down. And then the other videos that I put up on there, you know, range like they're around like upper 200. So like close to 300 views, which I know is like so low. Um, and I, I, I get it. Like, I, I feel like if anybody knows anything about influencers and they're listening to me talk about these views and numbers and likes and followers, you're like, wow, like you might as well be a non-existent account. But look, I, you know, I'm a millennial. So this is like learning new ropes for me. Okay. I wasn't born with a smartphone. Okay. A smartphone came into my life when I was fully an adult. <laughs> so there you go. But so my candle talk, okay, um, again, candle my heart, uh, I like my hands. They're both the same on TikTok with underscores. Candle my heart is doing really well on TikTok, I mean, for me. So my first video got like over 900 views. Like, I'm like, what? And I, I just like didn't expect it. And then um, my second video uh, is like, in like 650s and almost 700. And I'm like, oh, this is like, this could be my thing on TikTok, <laughs> my candle talk. Um, so that's exciting. It's like these small little victories. You just never know. Um, so that's why I say get a hobby because these are silly things. They don't have to have anything to do with social media. Like if you want to crochet, crochet. If you want to decide like you're going to be an expert cookie baker, do that. And I get it. For any mom who's listening 
you're like, what the fuck is she talking about? I have no time for a hobby. I hardly have time to brush my teeth. I get it. Moms, you don't have it easy. You have the hardest. You have it the hardest of anybody on the planet. So I don't know what to tell you. But I do think that if you had 10 minutes to yourself to do something hobbyish, it would make life a little bit more joyful. And isn't that what we're just looking for? Like a friend of mine um, who I saw, the same friend, the coffee friend, uh, she decided that like she like remembered that she really enjoys drawing. And so she got a book from the library about, you know, some drawing and drawing exercises. And she just wanted wanted to do 10 minutes the other night to do it. Now, I don't I haven't talked to her. I don't know if she like got her 10 minutes because she's a mom. So I don't know. But, uh, you know, it made me really happy that like she was doing something small for herself that you can really just turn off the brain in a different way where you're just focused in a different way so that all these other intruding thoughts and worries are not activating the, you know, the frontal cortex of your brain, right? Like something that is just going to take your mind off of all of your worries, just 10 minutes. And if like, I don't think I don't think meditating is the answer. I mean, look, I, I keep forgetting to do my second meditation of the day. And you're like, second meditation? Again, this bitch, how much time does she have? I have a lot more time than moms. I'll tell you that. But uh, I don't think meditation is going to be as helpful to bring up the life factor, like the living factor, because, you know, you're sitting there and you're meditating. Guess what? You're probably thinking about all the things that you could be doing instead of meditating because, you know, you got to wash and do the laundry. Then you got to cook. Then you got to make the kids lunch the next day. Then you got to make sure that they have this assignment. Do they do their homework? No, that's all you're going to do when you're meditating. So this is not this is not the answer to bring some more joy into your life. It's like you have to do an activity that's going to shut off your brain, whether it's drawing. I don't know, is crochet like I do crochet. So I, I know what I'm talking about here. I don't know if crochet is turning off your brain in the same way. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is that's going to be your hobby. And like, I mean, I, I can't do I can't find the hobby for you. But I'm telling you that doing something that is just fun for you for a little bit of time, not even every day, because I know time is so precious, it could be like a game changer. Because these small things, yes, my writing is still looming in the back of my head, but that's like what I really like. That's the big stuff for me, okay? That adds a different level of stress, but I really want to do it. But my nailstagram, my candle talk, <laughs> those are just giving me life. And they're hobbies, but they could turn into something else because when I'm so happy about them, you never know where it's going to take you. So this was a much longer episode than I had anticipated because I was like, it's Sunday night. I'm in my zone out zone. Uh, what am I going to talk about? And I have to edit this and get it ready for tomorrow. Garbage. This is what I do to myself. I mean, it's like, could have done this yesterday, but I was like, nope. <laughs> so this is what I get. Uh, I hope you don't think I'm too preachy. And if you judge me, keep it to yourself. And just find yourself a hobby. Just do it. Find a hobby. I don't think you'll regret it. I don't.
I mean, maybe you resent me saying for you to do that, but I'm just trying to be helpful. And, you know, take it or leave it. What do I know? I know nothing. I'm just, I'm just like Jon Snow. I know nothing. But I'm just letting you know what's been giving me life, okay? So on that note, I'm just going to say bye.